Hi, my name is Kate Santangelo. Welcome to the Monmouth Moms podcast, part of the Monmouth Moms Network. Listen in as we bring awareness to the best local resources for growing families in Monmouth County, New Jersey, chat with local moms and mompreneurs, highlight our favorite resources, local spots, restaurants, and more. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Mammoth Moms podcast. We're here in Homedale, New Jersey, with Carla Bushi and of Oak Hill Farms. I'm so excited to have you today. Thank you so um, much. This is we're still in winter, which has not been much of a winter. It's so weird. I don't very know, weird, right? I was 50 degrees, almost 60 degrees on Monday. And like most of the days, it's actually, we're just talking about running. It's like been really nice running weather because <laughs> you don't have to, to worry run. about like this, the ice or anything. I hate running when it's like snowing out. That's the only time I won't run, but it's been like very unseasonable, which is weird. I think the kids are all like, what the heck? Great for the days. farm too, because everybody goes to the farm when it's a oh, nice yeah. day. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's been a good winter for us. <laughs> <laughs> and you normally should. So we'll get into it a little bit. Um, yes. So Carla owns Oak Hill Farms in Homedale, New Jersey, and I'm so excited to have you on today. We've known each other for, I guess, a few years now. Yes. Um, but uh, I'll actually tell my own story too about how um, you kind of like changed things for my life when uh, we went to a networking event, I guess, at the farm um, during COVID, maybe? Yes, during um, COVID. Yeah. And I remember I'd never, maybe I just started following you or you just opened the farm and you were on a panel of um, different women who were uh, working professionals and business owners and they were all telling their own story. I think the topic was about like making the jump, like starting your own business, right? Or starting, yes. how, yeah. How to, I think it was just get that fear out of the way to yeah. be able to do it. And you were talking about how you had started Oak Hill Farms, but it was more of a side hustle at the time, right? Like in the in the beginning. And you still were working full time. And it took a while for you to really kind of make that jump from quitting your full time job to then transitioning to making this your, you know, your, your full-time role. Right. Absolutely. Um, and I remember hearing your story and we'll, we'll get into it a little bit, but I remember sitting there thinking to myself and I was running mom with moms on the side at the time and working in sales. And I remember thinking like, you can do this, you can do this. But there was this giant voice in my head that was saying, no, you can't like, no, you can't. And like, there's no way and there's no way you could do it. But I remember being like so conflicted and like upset with myself at the time that I like, could be there or I wanted to be where I am right now but like there was you know there was it was just fear really like kind of talking to me but I just that it was a really pivotal moment for me so I wanted to thank you for that because your story is inspirational and I'm excited to you know to talk a little bit more about that so with thank that. you you're so sweet <laughs> I've, and I've loved to see everything you do and how you support so many other businesses and people I mean this is amazing oh thank you yeah um so tell me where are you from I am Peruvian, born and raised, um, and now I live in Mammoth County. Okay. Um, in Red Bank, in Middletown. Yeah. Red Bank zip code. Um, it's so funny how that like. Yes. Yeah, Middletown is so big. Yeah. So yeah, but sometimes yes. it's like you see the restaurants in Red Bank. But it's not like actually in the tech, like downtown Red Bank. It's yes. like in the outskirts. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like that area. Um, and I uh, I've been here for longer than I've been in Peru. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just don't lose the accent. <laughs> so you went to high school here? 
I went to high school there. Oh, there. I finished okay, high school it. there. So what made you move here? Um, well, my mom and my dad at the time, they were um, separated. Okay. They were actually, I think at that time, they were already divorced. And my mom was living here with an aunt that I have. And I said, you know, like I could have two choices. Either I stay here with my dad and my friends and everything. But I was always very adventurous, I want to say, um, independent. Mm-hmm. My parents raised me really independently. My brother, too. Like, he lives in Europe. He's in London. So I always wanted to get out. And I ended up coming here, uh, finishing school. No high school, but then, uh, you know, like, my after school, after high school studies, like, culinary. And um, I started there, and then I came here. So I said, I'm going to go try it out with my mom. Then my oh. mom ended up going back to Peru. <laughs> and then I just stayed by myself. <laughs> oh, so you yes. studied uh, culinary still? Yes. I, oh, I, I didn't culinary. know that. Yes. Oh, okay. I have a background in culinary. <laughs> yes, now that makes sense. The book, yeah. all the recipes. All the recipes, which, by the way, and I'm not trying to, like, you know, oh, my gosh, but it's, like, genuinely one of the, like, one of the cookbooks I have that I'm always, like, going back to. I think I make the rigatoni pasta, like, at least every other week. <laughs> So okay. that's so funny you say that because when I became a mom, mm-hmm. life changes. And as much as I want to do like bread from scratch every day, because I'm capable of, and many people are, yeah. and many people who love food, they can do it um, just by maybe following a recipe. But the majority of us with hectic lives and moms who, um, even if they stay home and they don't have another hustle or another job, but just being with the children is like a, it's a full-time job and yeah. it's a hard, one of the hardest jobs. Right. So by the time that you're running kids around and you are get, trying to get some work done or picking up or uh, dropping off and everything else, you don't have enough time to make food. So I wanted to make a book that it will be relatable to the everyday mom that gets home and she feels like, and now what? Yeah. And you have ingredients that are like very accessible that you can get at any supermarket right. that you Carrying your pantry, not too expensive. Right. So for the everyday month. Yeah. No, yeah. please keep making them because <laughs> my daughter and I made kind of a habit in the new year. We started going to the library, like not once a week, but like probably every other week. And I love cookbooks. I love, I own tons of cookbooks and I'm always looking in the section. So I'll usually take a few out, but like the majority of them, I'll like look through them. I'm like, that sounds nice, but like. <laughs> exactly. Or you read the ingredients well, like and by are, the, by the fourth one, you're like, okay, maybe not. Yes. Yeah. So my picky eaters in my house too. So I always have them like, but I wish that, you know, I understand why they do it. They want to like stand out. They want to be different. But like, I wish that the majority of cookbooks were like, easier right just easier and also just like more realistic i think with how people actually eat do you know what i mean i agree so i agree um, that was the concept behind it yeah it will it will be a second book i love it i love it (laughs) (laughs) um so you moved here at what age i was uh 19 oh okay and and so um how did you start out where did did you move to new jersey first i moved to always new jersey always new jersey i'm a jersey girl okay (laughs) um so how did you get started what did you do first Uh, so well i went i went to school and i started working so i have work in my field at the beginning um everything like hotels i have worked catering then i did corporate catering restaurants and when i became a mom it became a struggle trying to find balance and Uh trying to find the moment when I will spend time with my family rather than being working uh, at the restaurants or in food service on Mother's Day and Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving and all those holidays that I was missing out. So um, I just 
made a change. Then I started little by little getting into corporate. And then I got a job doing sales in my field. It was in the bakery industry. So um, distribution and manufacturing. But I was very... I understood the business, mm-hmm. the back of the business. So it was easier for me to get on the sales. Uh, when I went to interview for the job, I remember my boss uh, at the time said to me, you got the job. And I was very excited. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I was wondering, how did he just give me the job? And I said, I just want to know that I have no sales experience. I know the back end of it. I am very capable to do, to know the ingredients and the manufacturing and the distribution, but I don't know sales. He says, you can sell anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, I took it as a great compliment, but I was very scared, but I just went and did it. And it was great. It's scary, right? It's very scary. Yeah. So we have very similar backgrounds. I worked in hospitality and restaurants okay. and I was, my son was, um, I was 19 when I had him and always worked in that hospitality field. I actually went to school for that. Um, and I loved it. I had such a passion for it. But then, like you said, it was just like that grueling. Like I remember one year I was working in this beautiful restaurant and I was, I loved the job. I loved the people that I was working with. I was making nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was home on Tuesdays and my son was in kindergarten. And I remember like I would only be able to pick him up from the bus like one day a week and everyone else was like kind of, you know, helping me on the weekends. And it was, it was very unrealistic. So yes all the wine reps used to come into the, um, into this, into that restaurant. And I would always ask them, you know, like, what's your schedule like? And, you know, it offered more flexibility and stuff. So that's how I started getting into wine sales. So it was a very similar kind of transition. Um, but I remember the first day working in that sales role, I sat out in my car for probably a half hour before I got the guts to go into the store. (laughs) I was so scared. It's scary. It's scary. It's scary. Um, but then, you know, you just get used to it and then you go after it and it's fun, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, and I think a lot of that, like that hospitality world, it really like, it really trains you to, it, you apply a lot of those skills that you learn into so many different things in your life too. It's yes. like, it's a really solid work ethic that yes. you learn. <laughs> and, and I've been through so many different jobs in my life that I think they were training me to do what I do today. Right. Uh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. Everything's a stepping stone and you don't even, Absolutely. you don't know at the time if you feel like you're stuck or like you're not going anywhere or you're not, you know, getting there fast enough. It's really like, you know, you look back and you're like, oh, <laughs> yes, I agree. So, um, so you have how many children? Three, three. I have three daughters, 20, uh, 16 and six. Very nice. So, um, a lot of different age uh, ages, a lot of different uh, teenage, college, and yes. the first grade. Uh, in first grade, first grade, okay. a lot of different uh, situations yeah. arising and hormones going on for <laughs> <laughs> my husband. Um, yes. So, uh, so you had the two girls, and um, and you worked in sales for how long? I worked in sales for. Six years, okay, six seven years, and while I was towards the end of sales, um, like I want to say, maybe it was the year before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. It, no, I'm lying. It was when Alexandria, when Alexandria was born, so she's six, um, and I had her, and I had my maternity leave. That's when everything started because when Oak Hill Farms in my heart started because I was bored on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had my baby and I love her and I love spending the time with her, 
but it was not enough. Like I wasn't active enough as I am every day. I mean, you see me, mm-hmm. I am a multitasker. I do many things at the same time. And my older kids, they were already middle school, elementary school towards the end. So it's not like I had three little toddlers and I was home all day. I had my mom helping me out too. Okay. My mom and I, how many cups of coffee we're going to have in the day? And how many times I was changing my daughter eight times a day just because right. I didn't have enough. So I started um, working with the products that we were getting, that we were already doing. Like we, Rich and I, we moved to Middletown for like a better quality of life, uh, less stressful because he went through a hard time with his health and he had a heart attack. So we decided to, to make a shift and, um, have a garden, have some backyard animals, get better food, uh, live a more relaxed life, a little closer to the water. He loves fishing, things like that. A little Mm -hmm. bit more land. So when we do that, we have chickens, we have bees, we have goats, and I started experimenting with the goat's milk from the goats and the wax from the bees and the honey, and I loved what I was doing. I was in love with the products I was making. I was researching a lot. My husband and I were spending all our weekends going places, really looking at what people were doing product-wise. We wanted to stand out, so we we I even went to New York to take some courses on, like, beauty, the back end of like how to do natural beauty. Um, and it was, it was really something that I became passionate about. So that's how I started making all the products at the wow. farm. And it grew to the point where my kitchen didn't have any counter space anymore because I have candles all over and lotions all over. And Rich and I, we were going to markets and saying, what are we doing with this business? So you started selling them at local markets, at local or markets. online too, or no? Uh, we did at the beginning. We did Etsy mm-hmm. online, but what it was successful for me is when Instagram started um, their their stories. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And their lives. I'm telling you, I want to say maybe four years ago. That's when I would take advantage of that and do a little live sale with some other three, four small shops. And we will take turns and help each other out. So I will say, okay, these are my 15 minutes. Now make sure you go to these persons and she's going to start her life. Um, and we just became very creative trying to help each other and growing. Okay. Um, and I will sell all the products that I made there. So I was showing what I was making the week off. And then I will say, I'm going to have it this day. And they will sell out. And it was a business that became a sellout business on a regular basis. Wow. And that gave me the validation that I needed to say, all right, maybe I need to take this business to another level. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is what I've been asking God, what is the next thing? Because I don't want to work for somebody for the rest of my life. I always wanted to be independent. You did. Like even when you were younger, you felt like this this was not permanent. This is not your, you were not content in the role that you were. Many people (laughs) love to work for somebody. They like the structure. Oh yeah. Comfort. uh, The comfort. Contentment. Yep. They say, I want to work. I want a corporate job. I want to have benefits. I want to be here. Three weeks off a year or whatever. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it was not that right for me. My dad is an attorney and I always saw him working independently and working on his own and doing whatever he wanted with his life. Mm -hmm. And I always said, I want to be my own boss too. 
what my dad told me, which is very important, is you need few things to be able to do that. Not everybody can do that. You mm. need a lot of determination, a lot of discipline, and a great support system. Right. Because if you don't have those three things, I think it's just very hard to right. make it happen. But um, so I I was um, just going to markets with Rich and the kids. We will drag the kids with us and they will learn how to sell and they will learn how to talk about the products. And I think people like that. Yeah. I think people like the family that we are mm -hmm. or that, and that we were at the time too with little kids, mm -hmm. just like being able to be little entrepreneurs. And they started following and we started growing. I opened my own website. And when Rich and I thought about how we we're going to take this business to the next level, that's when I said, well, I'm going to work pretty much two jobs. I'm going to go work my corporate job in the morning doing my sales. And when I come from that, I am going to just focus on Oak Hill Farms. And I was working two full-time jobs. Wow. For a solid year wow and every weekend was a market weekend we will go and set up markets so it took a lot of sacrifice right. as a family it mm -hmm. took a lot of sacrifice like and discipline for us but we made it happen and we started looking for land because at some point rich said to me do you want to open a store in red bank red bank downtown beautiful you always see uh blooming business uh restaurants, a great downtown life. It's, it's, it's amazing. But that was never what I wanted. I wanted to bring an experience. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, for people to feel what we felt, like maybe you need to just go grab a cup of coffee and you need the nature surrounding you and you need to just get good products that are good for you. But you also need that extra message that we like to send as a family every time that you see when you go to the farm we change it up we send a message that is going to be inspiring we try to inspire people yeah. by doing inspiring things too so um that's what we did rich found the land and then we bought it mm -hmm. we couldn't think we were going to be able to buy that land in homedale but I always say God finds a way and sends us signs and it makes it happen. Because yeah, land is probably impossible to find now. Oh. <laughs> it Very is. Very good timing. <laughs> Untouchable. But uh, so I'm so grateful. And, um, and he built it. He built wow. it from, it was land. We had sticks everywhere. You could never think. I, I have to show you pictures next time you go to the farm because okay. it's crazy. Um, and yes, and, and we built it. Uh, he did the plans, worked with people who, uh, build the barns and we made it happen but so then COVID long, hit yeah I know I remember that so yeah that's when I really I think started following yes it. so my I think my husband said there's like a cool barn that they're building down the street because we live like probably about five minutes from your barn yes and uh and I was like okay and um and I passed it a few times and I, I didn't put two and two together um but I remember that you I think you had plans to open but you couldn't or did you open no so um when we, we bought the farm in June 2019. Okay. And me, with not having my own business ever before in my life, thought that I was going to open in September. <laughs> now that I think about it, I laugh so hard because if anybody who is trying to open a business, you think that you're going to have a three-month turnaround time, it's impossible. Right. And even, <laughs> even the time frame that you did open is actually impressive. Yes. Yeah. With COVID in the middle yeah. of it. Yes. So um, what we did have built from June to September was the barn. Okay. So that was 
that was doable. Right. And I think I was accounting just that Rich was going to make it happen and he mm-hmm. didn't make it happen, but I didn't account with all the things that you have to deal with the township and all the permits and all that stuff that makes it harder. Yeah. But um, when uh, when COVID hits, it's really hard to get all those meetings done and it's really hard to for, for us to get people to come in mm-hmm. It was the beginning of it. It was the worst part of it. People didn't know what they had to do. Everybody was home. Uh, it was a different mandate. So it was really hard. A lot of things were delayed. So we ended up getting all the permits to open in, I want to say, June 2020. Mm-hmm. And then we opened up August 2020. Wow. Yeah. So then we we turned it around really quickly on mm-hmm. our end. I said I worked really good under pressure. <laughs> all the time but uh it took us like that township situation a little bit longer yeah. but the township is great and and they always work with us oh that's nice that's yes. great um i love one thing about the farm we've been many times i think half of my like seasonal decor is all um from Oak Hill Farms. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> every time I'm like, okay, she's done new stuff. What can I buy? My husband's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but the one thing that's nice is that you can go and there's no, it's no pressure because you can come to the farm and you don't have to spend anything. You can come see the, the animals, right? And you can just, you know, walk around, but you can grab a cup of coffee, right? So it's, it's, it's kind of really nice and welcoming where like, it's not a, it's something that you can incorporate like to break up the day with little ones with for moms or even, you know, for the bigger ones too. And just like, you know, come and stop by and enjoy or meet a friend, right. For a cup of coffee yes. and you can just kind of be and, you know, like connect with people or, you know, buy some awesome products that you have. So I think that's what I like about it too. It's different. It's not like anything else in the area. Yes, it is. Um, we do have that retail barn and of course we live off the sales that we have. Right. Right. But with that being said, uh, our family goes way beyond that. We really like to bring community together. And I think it's very important for people to uh, be in a good state. And if we can offer that, why not? It's like I'm inviting you over for dinner or drinks over my house. It's kind of like the same thing. We open it to everybody. The only thing we ask in return is for people to be respectful. Right. And and that's pretty much it. Yeah. And I think uh, the community has enjoyed what we have done so far. And they're very grateful. Many are so grateful because they feel just like you. And, and I love to hear that from you. Right. Because it tells me, okay, so that's how really people feel. They yeah. really, they're always so thankful to us. And Rich and I, we said, oh, that was so nice. But to hear from you saying why it's so nice it actually makes sense and it makes me feel really good about it. Yeah. So no, thank you. No, really, because I think too, you know, you're going and going and going and going and doing all these things and putting things out there, right. For the ideas that you have and, you know, the, the, um, you know, the experience that you're trying to um, accomplish, but you, people maybe might not tell you, right. They'll be thinking it or like they'll be coming and doing things and experiencing it, but that you, you don't know why. Right. So I yes. think it's important for, you know, to, to kind of let people know. Right. Yes. Um, even my daughter who's eight will ask, you know, to come, which is interesting too, because it's, like I said, it's not, you know, but I think the little ones enjoy it. It's, it's really kind of for all ages, which I love. So, um, so you, so it's two and a half years now, right? Yes, two and a half years. Um, that's crazy. I feel like it's been a longer time than that. 
right? Yeah. Um, yes. I'm surprised. I mean, thinking back, but I think it's also been a long two and a half years with COVID, right? We've gone through a lot. So you've kind of helped us, you know, entertain us and have give us things to do and give us a place to go during COVID too, which was really nice because it was outdoors. So um, there were also, you know, events that you had and different things that you, you didn't have to be close to people and um, you could still go and enjoy an experience. I think that's what people have Oak Hill Farms in a special place in their hearts. Yeah. And I think we get a lot of those messages and a lot of those comments when people show up. Um, it, COVID was the best time for us. Right. It was a moment of growth that I have never seen as a business. Right. It was crazy busy and it was very very successful but with that it was also we experienced a lot of loss from people who were customers that became friends mm -hmm. that they experienced loss so we felt that it was also our loss by getting to know them and then we couldn't we didn't see them certain grandparents or uncles or aunts or even customers that we had um, and I think it makes a special connection from those people to who we are and what we do and how we took those relationships in a long term. Um, and, and I think people are very grateful and we really love that and we're grateful to them as well. Yeah. So you started your Instagram initially, right? To, to get these products out there at, at what year In what year? Um, six years ago, because okay. I opened it when I was on maternity leave. Okay. So, um, so the little one is only known Oak Hill Farms, right? She she doesn't know any other life the other than your older two, right? Yes, it's interesting. Um, so you have over a hundred thousand followers, yes, more than that, one hundred seventy-five. Oh wow, okay, so almost two hundred thousand followers. So that's incredible growth. Um, so what part of your business is, is most of your business online sales, or is it kind of like half and half now? So I feel like right now, it that's a great question. Because I was on a podcast last year and I said that my business was 80% online mm -hmm. and 20% was the barn. And right now, I do have to say that it's about 60% online and 40% the barn. Oh, wow. So okay. it has grown. Yeah. Not that it has, not that the online has gone down, but the barn has grown that much more. Wow. Which is beautiful. And I am so grateful to the community. And I saw a huge, huge jump this holiday season. Right. Yes. Well, I think, you know, too, people follow you, but it's also, well, they're not going to buy it online. They're just going to stop by, you know, and grab it. Like, Absolutely. You know, because they're in the area where they want to go see things in person, too. Um, so let's talk about the products because I love them. And um, I have the muscle bomb. I have all kinds of kitchen decor items. I always make sure I get the... Um, the dish towels, just my family knows I'm not allowed to touch them. They're just for show. <laughs> Can't use them. Use the ones that are stained. <laughs> right? Um, and all kinds of just interesting things for the kitchen that you wouldn't even really think that you need, but you do. They're like useful, but also beautiful. So I love that. Um, and you have just unbelievable taste. So I, I really, um, you know, I'm always excited when you're adding new items and products to the store. Um, but what are some of the items that are, you know, bestsellers that you love, that you use? So I do use the beauty line okay. that we produce. We produce all uh, beauty, all candles, uh, honey, of course. The honey's great, uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, our bestsellers as a company are the honey, uh -huh. um, the muscle balm, and right now our beauty products. Oh, interesting. Uh, our beauty products are really, really 
just flying out because many people have, after they try them, it's hard to sell beauty. It is. There's so much out there. It's very, very, we, we talked about this last time, actually, it's a flooded market. And you also don't know, like my issue is like, I'm, I'm always like apprehensive because you know, you get used to a certain product, but then it's like not working great, but you're like, eh, like there's so much. You go to Sephora and you're like, I don't even know what to do in here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, and it's very, people want different things. A lot of people don't need natural products and they don't care about it, organic or natural. They just want something that they're going to be, it's going to be accessible. They can get it at any pharmacy or Target or Walmart, right? And other people want to, more high-end products mm -hmm. and they don't care how much money they spend and how many uh, ingredients that they cannot even read a container has, but it's high-end and they're paying for a brand. And other people want everything absolutely organic with three ingredients only. And some other people just go with like a natural organic type of thing. Mm -hmm. And all depends on the price and stuff. So beauty is definitely very hard to sell. Mm -hmm. But I do have to say that when people come to the farm and they try the products, they see, first of all, everybody's skin in the farm. I am so excited that all my girls that work at the farm, they use the products. Ah. Because when you go, you're going to see their skin. You're going to be like, okay, yes, maybe I should use it. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm going to go here. I'm going yeah, to use it. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, yeah. their skin is stunning. So what do you make? So what type of products? So we do a lot of serums. Okay. And the serums are completely natural with an 80% organic uh, content. Okay. Um, and they are just really good for you because there's nothing bad for you. So it's the, all the natural oils that they're doing their job. Oh, That's why I say the essential oils. I need an eye cream. And I have a very oh. pasty night cream okay. and I have a daily moisturizer and okay. night serums and day serums. And we continue to grow and grow the line. And people say like, oh, you have any other projects going on? Do you have anything else? People always ask me. And I'm telling you, like, I'm really so close because I think I want to really dig into beauty as a totally different business. Interesting. Oh, like rebrand, yes. a different brand. Like, Got it. yes. Got it. Like, Very so, cool. So how did you know, like, did, were you always kind of making things when you were younger, like putting, like, or did you know, like just having a certain inclination of like what to buy based on like ingredients? Like, how did you know how to make all of these products? I was always very creative mm -hmm. and I, when I was passionate about something, I will not stop until I know everything about it. Okay. That's how I was. So that Carla, that little Carla has made the person that I am today. So if I am really passionate about the products that are natural, that are good for you and that are accessible to people, I get very good high quality ingredients that we get from the farm and I add other ones that I buy raw ingredients that very high end. I'd rather put in a product out of stock rather than replacing it with something comparable. Oh interesting. Okay. So um and I um and I just mix. So like I said, I took some courses with how to work with essential oils and how to work with different oils and what mixes well and what skin types. My mom when she was younger, she also did a course on skincare. So a lot of her knowledge and things like that has ah, helped. And I work with a holistic person as well with a little bit of a background on, in general, how to, how to heal things. Okay. So, um, I am not an expert, but what I have done, it has worked so far. And I do go through a testing process of four to six months before I put a product out in the market. Oh, okay. Yes. Very so. interesting. I wouldn't even know where to start with any of that. So, <laughs> And it just becomes very natural now, but it has been a long road now that I've been doing this. And 
just really working on it. It takes wow. a lot of time. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, so you take a lot of the winter to really plan for the, the year ahead. Yes. Because I know you close for a month, right, usually? Yes, we close yeah. from December 25th, from Christmas, until February 1st we reopen. Okay. That's nice. You get to like kind of, you know, recharge and plan and figure out what I'm sure you're still working a ton, but <laughs> yes. So but. for example, for this holiday season, all my collections, they're already curated and they're already purchased. Wow. So that's what we went to do. I go with um, my store manager. I go with Joanna to, um, to market in Atlanta and that's where we got done. All of that. that so everything. so much fun. It's so much fun. It's a lot of work. I bet. Yeah, you really have to be very calculated and, yes. you know, with your ahead of the trends, <laughs> right? You yes. Know, that must be, you know, such a nerve wracking type of, you know, environment because you want to make sure you're buying the right things, right? Exactly. That are going to, that are going to sell, you know, in the future. Exactly. <laughs> so it's interesting. Exactly. So uh, family owned and run. I know your mom is um, a huge help to you and is it helps out with all kinds of different things in the business and also... Yes. And I know all of this just because I've followed you for so long. So um, I think it was funny when we were talking, what was it, a few weeks ago, and you texted me and I was like watching your story. And you, I was like, that was so weird. It's <laughs> <laughs> like when your ears ringing. <laughs> um, but you are also a mom and very involved in your daughter's lives and you spend lots of time with your husband. Um what do you like to do around town when you're not working? I know, you know, you're always at the farm, all, you know, most days, but um, you do also find a lot of time to spend with your family. So what do you guys like to do? So um, a while back, my husband used to put everybody in the car on a weekend and we would just, before the farm, and we would just go out to Pennsylvania or maybe Hunterdon or other counties around and just find a place and find something to do. Mm -hmm. And usually it was farms. Oh. Now that we have the farm and we are really, we like to be always close to the business. We don't have the luxury to do that. But during summer, you probably will find me at the beach. Um, and we travel. Oh. We like to travel. So it's pretty much for us. We work nonstop. Mm -hmm. Which, when you love what you do so yeah. much, mm -hmm. it really is not like really working. You don't really dread <laughs> You don't really, yes. Yeah. It's not like. Oh, it's Monday. Yeah. It's fine. You never you know, know what day it is usually. Yes, you never know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just only know because of the calendar that we have at the farm and what we have going on, which workshop. Oh, it's weekend, it's story time. But besides that, I know, I, I never know. Like you said, like I never know what day of the week it is. But so we will work straight for many weeks. And then we just go away. Okay. So that's kind of like our cycle of doing things. Um, we travel a lot, maybe six, eight times a, a year. Oh, wow. So okay. we travel quite a bit. Right. And that's how we do it. These are our weekends, our little bigger weekends. Oh, I love that. It gets harder now because when you have kids with different spring breaks and things like that, it's not as it used to. But, um, but we like to do that. And then we go to the beach during summertime. And we do a lot of like dinners out with friends, mm -hmm. with our family, but we also enjoy our backyard and I love the hot tub and my little one jumps with me in the hot tub, like oh. on that NX day. So we do just like silly things like that. But in, I work out. So you'll see me in out, outside running. I think the entire town sees me running. So I know. Oh, yeah, I saw you running too, yeah. right? I just started running with my dog and I, I got, a, um, we have a little, we have two dogs and one is lazy and won't run. But the other one is, he's still a puppy, I guess. He's a little over a year and he's a cavalier. 
and he loves to like leap and back and forth in the yard. He's always running. So I'm like, I think he could run with me. My, our lab, who's seven, we actually, when we got her, I was like, oh, I have like a running buddy. I, he, she would run like a mile and then done. <laughs> like not, not the complete opposite. And then I have this little guy. So I'm like, I guess he can, he ran this whole week with me, like three miles a day. It's hysterical. That's I put him back after the third mile. I'm like, I don't know if this is safe for you anymore. <laughs> for your joints. That's but, great. um, but now everyone's like waving. They're like cracking up because he's like this thing. Tiny. <laughs> Yes, so, so it's fun. I guess the entire town sees me running, yep. and I do bar early in the mornings. Oh, wow. I love that. So, you would, so um, a girlfriend of mine actually is going to be on the, an upcoming podcast. Um, has been begging me to come to her six fifteen um, bar class on Saturday mornings, and I'm like, I just I need sleep. I am like, okay. I am a person who I cannot function if I don't get at least seven hours of sleep. Like I'm a completely different person. I can't think straight. I have like a weird, um, like an AFib problem with my heart. So I feel drained and I like yes. need that, you know? So if I don't get it, you know, so I'm always like kind of, but I would love to start doing, cause I don't, I do, I run and that's it. And yes. I need it. I need something else. I think, you know what I, I mean? I, you will love Bart then yeah. because I love running just like you and, and Bart just completes me and I am a 6am Bart class. You are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you don't need a lot of sleep. No. Four. Oh gosh. See, that's how you Maybe that's done. a problem for me. Maybe I have to revisit that. I, I need a little, at least six, I think. But can you, can you sleep more than four? My eyes just open. Oh, they open. Okay. And you're just like done. Like you're just, you got your My husband cycle. is just scared. He says like, as you get older, you start sleeping less and less. Okay. Right. My husband says like, when you are actually like older, mm -hmm. people don't need much sleep. Right. You notice that they don't sleep so much. So what are you going to sleep? An hour? <laughs> and that's a big joke oh, in my so house. Funny. And I said, like, no, like, I, I hope I sleep too. <laughs> Does he need a lot of sleep? Uh, a little bit more than me. More than you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, I would, I admire, you know, there's a lot of actually people, leadership, um, that, that say that's a characteristic that they all like don't need a lot of sleep, which is interesting. So, um, yeah, I just need the sleep. I don't know. I wish I could just get it. I, I need to start. Maybe I'll go to bed earlier. I don't know. But the nice thing about working out at that time, I don't like to work out like even late morning or in the I evenings because I don't like to take a shower again and it's like too much. And like in the evening, you want to be with your family and stuff. For me, so. I would just skip it. Exactly. I get too busy. Yeah. I get my workout done and I start my day and then I don't find any other time to work out. That's the problem. Right. It's right. either early in the morning or it's nothing. Yeah. So I have to. <laughs> right, right. Um, so what do the girls like to do in town? Um, anything in, they're involved in or any different um, programs that they like? Yeah. So uh, Gianna, uh, my middle one, she is a competitive dancer. I have to talk about Gianna and the little one because they are like home and in town. But mm -hmm. uh, Gianna is a competitive dancer. She dances at Jersey Shore Dance Academy. Okay. Uh, my little one, she is in the process of testing everything. So she likes soccer and she's doing piano and she did dance. She didn't like it so much. Now she says she wants to do gymnastics. She went to uh, the ice rink and she says she wants to do hockey, I think. Oh my gosh. Crazy my things. like that too. I should Crazy sign up things. for everything. Yes. She's like, oh, chess club. Okay. Like, yes. <laughs> and she can't wait for summer to do pool, like swim. Oh, and, and she's into everything. And I said, something will click and then That'll that will be her thing. Her thing. Yeah. But I am trying to give her the opportunity to try everything right and right. whatever she loves it will stick yeah um and myself uh, myself is in college so things change yeah. and you know 
she's just like an adult now. She's an adult, yeah, finding her own way. Yes, right. Exactly, finding Um, her own way. So I don't want to um, uh, go without mentioning how you are always making these incredible videos on Instagram. You have this tremendous following in addition to the business, but you also um, have a whole kind of almost like a cooking segment, I guess, right? <laughs> Which it is looks like it, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, where you're putting great recipes out all the time. So tell me a little bit about that because you, it seems like you can just put like something together. You look in your fridge or do you plan it out or like how, how so, does it all work? I think content creation is really hard. Okay. I think, yeah. I think people who really do social media, it's a full-time job. Yeah. And I do it by myself. Right. I don't have any help on social media. I Do you, you know, like people that do similar, like they, that you follow, you know, friends of yours across the country, do they have help? With they, their... they do have an assistant they do. or somebody that records for them or they got so big to a point that their husband quit their jobs and they can help them out. Well, but only that's like a that's a unique husband because not like if my husband quit his job, he couldn't help me with social media. My husband quit his job and he doesn't help me with social media. No. That would be the last <laughs> but, thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, but my husband yeah. quit his job to be able to work the farm full time too right. and focus on real estate. But still, my husband cannot take a good picture of me. That's my big joke on social media. Right. Uh, yes. No, he's right. no good for. I have to help him with his content on exactly. social media. Exactly. Yeah. But um, so I just get a good tripod and I just do recipes. I think the way why I could put more content out is because recipes come so natural to me. Interesting. So to me, is when you want to do something on social media, you really need to find your niche mm-hmm. and you really need to be strong in it because if you are then it becomes so easy and you don't feel like, oh, it's such a struggle to do this because I can find the time and how do I do it? It takes me this amount of hours a week and I cannot make it happen. But cooking, like I have to cook every day. Yeah. So a lot of those recipes, that's like what's for dinner oftentimes, right? Yes. Yeah. And I try to plan some things that is holiday time. I have to start doing things for Easter. I have mm-hmm. to start doing things for St. Patrick's. But then I have to tell my family, hey, guys, this week we're going to eat a lot of St. Patrick's stuff, okay? <laughs> and are they picky eaters or they're pretty adventurous? My little one is. Oh, okay. yeah, Very my, picky. My daughter's very, very picky. But my son always was, too. My husband's more of like a meat and potatoes kind of guy. So yeah. like, um, it's it's always like tricky. I'll eat anything. I'll eat anything. Me, too. I love to cook. I've never used to love to cook. But then I, it's kind of grown on me, I think, because to eat out and you're just it's actually become like more therapeutic for me in the evenings where I'm like this is just my time they've said like actually cooking is like a form of meditation which is interesting yes um I read that recently and I was like that makes sense like because I would never be the person that would want to meditate in the morning like it's just not something I'm interested in doing (laughs) I know me me either right and I completely agree that it's therapeutic um for me when I was really stressed out in moments in my life Mm -hmm. You will find me at midnight baking. Interesting. A flour all over and I will be really messy and I will love it. And I will take a shower and then go to bed very happy. So you prefer to bake than cook? I um, I think baking is my passion, mm-hmm. but I can bake the things that I really love to bake like I cook every day. Right. Baking needs a little bit more thought behind it. Okay. A little bit more measures. Got you it. Know? And well, cooking, I'll just fix anything in one, two, three. Oh, interesting. Well, I love your recipes. Again, I've had the the spicy rigatoni. We make a lot. 
two Thanksgivings in a row, we made the sweet potato recipe was yes. in there. I saw your pictures. You tagged so me. <laughs> um, what else did we make? Oh, the spaghetti carbonara I made too, not too long ago. Yeah. And that was a really good one. That My whole good. family liked that one. Thank God. <laughs> like, that was good. Work with me here. <laughs> yes, good. Um, but I made like a bunch. I forget. The buffalo dip I made. Yes. For, um, yeah. So Super well. clearly I use it. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Thank you. Um, so I always ask everyone, what are your favorite Mama County restaurants? Ooh, when you're not um, cooking. <laughs> when I'm not cooking. Um, I actually go out a lot. Oh, do you? With friends mm-hmm. and in my family. Um, but I have a I have few. Um I do love Red Horse. Okay. I haven't been there. I've been I've been there when it was like Fromage. I actually worked there when it was Fromage. Really? Yeah, like a million years ago. I was a bartender, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love Red Horse. Um Rich and I we go bit often. I love Undici. Oh, I've, I'm, actually, I've been there once, but I have I have to get there. I love, they have a great wine list. I really, really enjoy it. Um, and if it's something more local or something just like a sandwich that I want to grab, things like that, I love uh, Big Mike and oh, the Little the Red little Barn. Red barn. Oh. It's a little far out, mm-hmm. but he has such a, an amazing, amazing sandwiches. I mean, the food is so good. And he does like more dinner grab and go items too, yes. right? And yeah. you know what? If um anybody's ever looking for he does amazing catering. I oh. only cater from him and I have every party I have is not your regular catering food. He really puts anything together for you. Oh. Which is I love. That's interesting. Yes. I think he was a chef at a, another restaurant. He was a he... chef at Nicholas. That's right. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's all. Well, that says a lot. <laughs> yes. He's we amazing. Were... Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, very talented. And um, things I like to do, I, my husband and I will love to go to Atlantic House and grab a nice drink. Their drinks are always awesome. Sit at a bar, grab a nice appetizer and, uh, and a good cocktail. They have really good cocktails. They do. There. I've been there, yeah. Uh, and um, I love yeah. Atlantic Highlands in general. I just yes. love that area. It's a so nice, quaint. Yeah, it's very cute. So pretty. Yeah. Uh, years ago, I also worked at this restaurant um, where Strada, Strada Pizza is now. It was called Julia's. I was I worked there for like a summer, um, but it was a beautiful bar and restaurant. And... I was young and in my twenties, so it was always fun, like going out afterwards down to on the deck and all of those places. Yes, it's, it's so a fun cute little town. Yes, yeah, so fun. So, um, well, thank you so much for joining. Where um, can everyone find you? Uh, everybody can find me on Instagram every day Oak, at, at Oak, Oak Farms. Oak Farms. Oh, right, right. <laughs> and um, or Oak that Hill that Farms the barn for like the barn and all the happenings that we're really active now because I finally have an assistant. Oh, <laughs> so okay. yeah, so now we're really active and it's gonna help a lot. And um, and also uh, at the farm at the farm in Homedale, one seventy seven Stillwell Road, Oak Hill Farms. And then um. And for anyone listening that's not in the area, you, they, you can also buy your products on your website too. Absolutely. Yeah. OakHillFarmsNJ.com. And we have an app now. So oh, if they just go exciting. to the app store, yes, they just can just pull up our Google or, or the app store, OakHillFarmsNJ, and we will pull up and we do interactive live sales every Sunday at 7 p.m. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so uh, upcoming things with the Mammoth Moms. We are in planning mode again for all of our awesome events that happen um, 
throughout the year. We have an event announcement that's coming up very soon. So we're excited. Stay tuned for that. We'll probably be announcing that the first like full week of March. Just have a few odds and ends to to uh, clear up. And then um, check out our new guides. If you're looking for new summer camps or new programs, activities, just things to keep the kids busy this summer, check out the Mom with Mom Summer Camp Guide. There's lots of great um, programs in there, day camps, uh, you know, uh, uh, day activities, just all kinds of stuff that you can sign the kids up for. And our birthday party guide is coming out soon, too. That's probably our most popular guide of the year. So um, all kinds of new venues, um, bakeries, entertainment, all kinds of new, fresh ideas to plan those birthday parties for the little ones. And as always, make sure to check our local events calendar. There'll be events listed on there from uh, Carla's Barn, Adult Kill Farms, and all kinds of local community events and things to do each weekend and during the week, too. So um Make sure to check everything out on themomothmoms.com and on our Instagram at themomothmoms. And we'll hope to see you this soon. Thank you so much.